it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gunn, together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you, suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter too, at VOC Nation. Welcome everybody. We're going to start the show. Obviously, the wrestling world got more bad news uh, yesterday with the passing of Tracy Smothers, uh, 58 years old. Um, very sad, very sad news. A lot, a lot of people had a lot of th- to say about this. So, before we start our show this evening, uh, like we like to do, we like to pay our respects here on the Briscoe and Big A show, and we're going to do that with a few moments of silence before we get into the show. All right, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another edition. You guys are getting spoiled two weeks in a row. Yeah, we're kind of to them. I know, right? Of the Briscoe and Big A show. So, hello, everybody. Uh, sad way to kick things off. Um, so, Wes, uh, immediately we could just uh, let you say whatever you'd like to say. I know you uh, had a relationship with Tracy Smothers, so you can go ahead and do that. Yeah, man, like. I kind of just found out, like, literally, what, how long did I just find out? Probably about five, ten minutes ago. Yeah, and, uh, man, something about Tracy Smothers, man. I love that dude. I mean, throw up that picture in between both of us real quick while I talk about him, if you don't mind, Big Ace. Like, put him in between us, how you did him earlier. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll rock it like that. But, uh, man, like, Tracy, the first time I met him, he just went on and on about me and my Uncle Jack and kind of just how much he loved my uncle and my dad and how much they meant to him and just just so much respect and then course he's like man you're a split in the image of your dad and your uncle and he's like i love you the way you work and we just we just became friends and like i'm not just talking about friends we we became good pals like someone that you know i asked her i have his number on my phone today like 
I wish I would have got one more last chance to talk to him. He was one of those guys that at a period of time, I was booked for this company that uh, um, uh, sorry, um, slip in my mind. I am, he's one of my good friends and I can't believe I can't remember his name right now, but uh, was running a company in Tennessee. Um, and Tracy and me were a part of a faction together. And uh, of course I was heel. And when I'm heel, I'm full blown heel. Like, and in, in Tennessee, you were allowed to get away with a little bit more. And I come out there with a water bottle. D'Lo taught me this. And uh, on house shows in TNA, D'Lo used to walk out with a water bottle. And I'm like, oh, why you walk out with the water bottle? He goes, watch this. You know, people will be jaw jacking. He'd go take a slip, sip of the water bottle, and, like slinging on the people. <laughs> and he'd get on them, and they go crazy, and they're jumping. And he goes, technically, I didn't really throw it on. I was sipping, and it happened to just, you know, just heat the moment. That's what happens when you choose front row. You know, you kind of pay for that when you're sitting in the front row. And he wouldn't do it on TV. It was only on house shows. So, um, Chase Stevens, that's, that's who I'm talking about. He was on TNA for a while. He's a great friend of mine. Awesome dude. But, uh, whole nother story. We could go on and on about him, but, uh, so we would walk out and I'm like, watch this, Tracy. He's like, what? And I grabbed the water bottle and I just drowsed these two people. And I always made sure like they didn't have their cell phones out or like, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I was at least nice about it. I wasn't like someone with their phone and like drinks their phone. But I, if I saw some people, I mean, they wouldn't get like soaked, but they would get wet, you know? Right. And <clears throat> I had this lady. She goes, she like looked at her husband and was like, what you going to do? So I guess he felt like he, he was going to do something. So I was like, and at the show, we would get mad. He, cause the way that Chase wanted it, he wanted to make sure that we, we all got, he, he like old school wrestling. So we all got, he wanted us all to get heat and, uh, uh, she told her boyfriend, so I guess her boyfriend felt the need to like jump the jump the railing. So as he jumps the railing, I'm like, "All right, you want to jump that railing?" He comes running right to me, huh? Boom! Out like a light. And Tracy looks at me. He goes, "Boy, you got a right hand on you like no other." I said, "You know it." course we get in the ring cut the promo and then tracy goes on cut the promo Ah, oh, you fat ugly da, 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 da. your boyfriend just got knocked out what you gonna she ends up trying to jump the rail and then security grabs her and has to pull her out and escort both of them out the building you know and i was just like oh man like you know that was like fun times you know like really getting heat like one night some guy tried to jump the ring and he had a pair of ball bearings in his hand and he was going to try to punch me with that in his hands but you know of course me dang it ain't gonna happen the security actually got to him before he got to me but uh just like 
every night we'd me and Tracy would hang out and of course like Tracy ain't a partier but we go out have a couple beers and drink some eat some chicken wings and just I would just always just talk to him about his experience him wrestling a bear he was like you can look it up on YouTube he actually wrestles a bear like you know like Tracy was a man's man wasn't scared to fight as you can tell all those hands if you looked at his hands they were broken just like mine because He's been in so many fights that his hands were just mutilated. And eyes on him too. Yeah, and then you know what? Another crazy thing is, every time we were doing shows with him, he would always get in the ring before before the uh, show and get in there with the younger kids mm-hmm. and actually wrestle. I never ever ever seen like you know other than like Norman Smiley and a couple other guys get in the ring with, you know, people, especially at a indie show and like try to help, you know, people learn how to wrestle. And Tracy was always about sharing knowledge and, you know, wanting to help evolve the sport of wrestling. And I always loved Tracy so much. And, you know, I got nothing but respect and love for him. And man, I ain't gonna lie. Like I miss him and I wish I would've got, you know, one last chance to like, just tell him I loved him and I respect him. And he was one of my heroes and he was one of those dudes that was a real man and didn't take shit from nobody and wasn't scared to fight. And, you know, we'll just leave it at that. It's a very big loss for the wrestling world. Uh, and you can tell on his social media, everybody was sending their condolences and, and you can see the effect he had on the, the people who are there now. I got my moonshine hat on boy. There it is. Uh yeah, you can tell the the lasting effect he he made on on the young youngins at these indie shows because now a lot of them are on these bigger shows like WWE and AEW and they're say and they're they were saying like man, he spent time with me and I learned so much from him. So he always always get and I, and he would you'd be like, "Wes, help me up sometimes." And I'm like, "Why do you keep getting in the ring?" And he's just like, "Man, I just want to keep I just love just teaching and he would just get, and it would make me want to get in the ring and help him out. And like, I would just sit there and just listen to him. Cause man. And he would just, he, he would just teach normal stuff, but just teach you the proper way of doing it and making it look good and making it look snug and not hurting the opponent, but making, making stuff look good and actually making, you know, like you going to shoot someone off the ropes Make it really look like you're gonna shoot someone off the ropes. Don't just do si do around. You right. know, like it's just little things, but you know. That's you know. great though. It's uh it's great that you have those memories uh that he left for a lot of people in the industry. So that's uh, again big loss, very sad. It's always sad when the, the wrestling world takes a hit like that. But uh, you know, our condolences and prayers to him and his family. And, uh, but yeah, so you, you guys, uh, what was your faction's name? Chris, what's up? Thanks for, uh, hanging out. Zach, what's up, buddy? Love you, brother. And then Liz, hello, Liz. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. What was the name when you were doing that with Tracy? What was the name of your faction? Um, I'm going to have to, uh, go on Twitter right now and go look at it because I don't remember. It was such a long time ago. And I know I just posted, and it was funny because I just posted this literally a couple days ago and you said you had just posted something with him like this week 
Yeah. Well, I thought I thought it did. If not, I'm gonna post it right now because it's probably still on my Twitter feed. I don't know. Sorry, guys. I don't go on social media, man. I really don't. No, no. That, 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 that's why you found out just when we started. So. Yeah, um, I'm pulling that up right now. I just shared it. We were called Thugs. Nice. And it was for promotion, AWA. Chase Stevens ran it. And uh, there's actually a bunch of, if you look it up, there's a bunch of matches with us on it. And this is a promo that he's cutting. Let's see. We're going to, let's, let's put a little bit on. Oh! <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Did did that come out good? Could you hear yeah, that? I hear that loud and clear. That's awesome. So yeah, how funny is I pulled that up right at that direct spot? It just came, like yeah, that's you know, dope. Like, that's oh dope. man, thank you. God bless, man. I appreciate it. Um, that's awesome. That and I enjoy hearing about the heat. What? So I'm gonna ask what other. What other tricks did you have up your sleeve as a heel to draw that heat at these live shows with the crowd? Because for the crowd and fans, that's some of the best stuff when you have the talent interacting with you like that. Uh, uh, I would, I would, I would, I, I went hard in the paint. I went hard in the paint. Like I wasn't nasty. There was one time that Chase got, uh, split open the hard way okay and i remember grabbing this blood and just wiping it across my chest and just looking at all because he's from tennessee and looking at all of his crowd and i grabbed him by a hair there's actually a picture i'm like this is your hero this is the person you cheer for his nothing nothing oh, that's great pie face him and then wipe his blood again against my chest like really like, people were like Oh my, like they were like, that's how I go. Like, you want right. me to heal? That, that's how I'm gonna, you ain't gonna be clapping for me. You're gonna be trying to jump that ring and trying to fight me. Like, right. that's how I, if I'm gonna be a heel, I'm gonna be, you're not clapping for any move I do. You're gonna be going booing because I'm gonna get heat. I mean, I'll tell you what, those aces and eights days, there's, there's times I watched that and I was like, how are them in the crowd not just in a big brawl right now? We, we got in a couple. And they just didn't show it on TV. The craziest thing is you can look it up. It was, I believe it was one of the Chicago episodes. It was when Bully Ray. But we, Chicago we, is just a crazy wrestling yeah, town. But he, we had a cage match. And Bully Ray finally relieves, like pulls off his thing and says he's in the aces and eights. And tell, told Hogan that it was nothing but a lie. He married his daughter just to get to the heavyweight. And then just called her a whore and a bitch. And then all of a sudden, trash. Was, I've never seen it except for the old NWAs. Trash. Trash. We had, you can see it on YouTube, guys. I'm not lying to you. There's so much trash in the ring. And, and this is a cage match. So people are throwing <laughs> stuff over the cage. And we What's were ducking and dodging bottles and beer bottles. And, dude, people used to throw gum in my hair. Like, it was bad. Like, oh, you had the long hair then, too. Oh, that's 
right yeah but we uh, always we always roll thick with like we would have like six security guards with us 20. you would have to you would have to back then andrew what's up thanks for hanging out with us uh george hello what's going on what's up george as everybody thanks for hanging out with us right now and also uh share please share this with everyone spread the birthday and big ace love go to our youtube channel guys please and subscribe and hit like because we get a lot of good following on facebook but our youtube channel man we're struggling on that thing and we really want to try to help bring that platform to a lot more people and if you could just share and like and there's a lot more videos that we post like I actually post like surfing videos, vlog videos of yeah, you gotta check out Red Velvet. So you get a lot more out of just you know if you actually followed our YouTube page. Yeah, definitely, Chris. We love you, brother. You're always uh, you're one of our our main guys in our army, right there, man. Thank you for sharing and, and hanging out. I love with us the pub. Heck yeah, uh, dude. No, but you know that's the fun thing about watching heels is. Uh, the interact especially at the, like the house shows where there's no tv cameras you guys are getting to do your thing you're working out the matches and uh like it's just that's what makes it as a fan like i i love a good heckle on a heel i love the heel coming at me i, I had cm punk I literally go off on me at a show and it was the greatest oh i got a good story for you let's hear it um i'm wrestling the big show and this is when the big show was turning heel came down for fcw for some big show and he worked two shows one show he wrestled joe hitting okay um which was curtis axel and yeah, yeah. Then the next show he wrestled me and he he has a corner spot where you know of course he chops you and man i don't even want to talk about them chops <laughs> But he's got bear. Time, he gets to about two chops on me and he goes to do a third one. They're like, one more. So no, he no. pulled me back and he looks at the crowd and he's like, You want me to give you one more? They're like, Yeah, one more. And he goes, grabs me, bills me, and goes, I don't listen to you guys. You don't tell me what to do. And I was like, <laughs> all right thank you sir thank you for definitely not hurting me uh dude i've shaken that man's hand and my entire hand fit in his palm i mean it was just ridiculous imagine him oh no dude i don't want to imagine getting chopped by that guy man he's also he's also pressed me and when he pressed me he goes sorry about your nuts kids i'm like <laughs> what and he's like bam and i'm like oh like my I'm whole unit and everything's in his hands about to i'm like please don't crush it I so might do that later to make kids with red velvet let me ask you let me ask you that i'm, I'm sure she definitely wants to make sure that thing stays in check um yeah. <laughs> she probably wouldn't be with me if it didn't yeah right uh so let me ask you this then because uh let's see now i got derailed because we're we're talking about your junk like almost getting show. taken away from big show and i'm not gonna be able to have um right Briscoe's being able to be in the ring right no what i was gonna say is red velvet will make some beautiful kids adorable little kids i cannot wait to meet them and be on they're gonna be wild and crazy just and like i know that. they're gonna be beating me up that's what's gonna happen as they get older it's yeah. gonna be horrible and I'm like, Uncle and you're, yeah and you're Uncle not gonna stop at all you're gonna be like no 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 Hold it tighter as I'm yeah, choking. I'm like, no, drag him out where that alligator was. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I wouldn't be as bad. It's it's the snakes that that I'm done. Like that's 
one of the biggest things why I don't think I can live in Florida. Anyways, my question though is because when you were in FCW in those days, like you would have main main roster talent come down that it was known they'd come do these appearances, do these shows, and work with you guys. So here's my question. When that was going on, A, like how many of these people did you work that were main roster when you're FCW? And then were any of them maybe I don't want to say like gave you crap or anything, but like while in the ring, were any of them maybe once they knew you know when they they know who your father is where they maybe a little 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 rougher with you being like you could take it because you're, you're jerry's kid uh, uh well first of all most of them already knew i was i mean i've been around the wrestling business since i was six years old so everyone knew who i was it wasn't it, it wasn't a big deal and second of all the guy those guys pick who they want to work with okay it's not like like when I wrestled CM Punk, when I wrestled, I never wrestled Cena. A couple of, I would have to, but CM Punk was one that stuck out. Big Show was another one that stuck out. Um, I would have to like um, Roberto Del Rio. Um, Oof. Uh, they would, those were people that would ask to work. Like those were the talent. They would come in. They would only work with guys that they were like, I'm only going to work with him. And, coaches are like here you go you know what i mean like so you know it was up to whoever came in and then of course they just like to haze you and (laughs) you know just beat you up anyways so um it's all good like i like it like it's just you know they want to see it's good like you got to be tested a little bit like i feel like i mean it's not hazing but it's you know building it's building character showing that you know what you're going to take it, you know, you, and you're going to laugh about it and they're going to joke about it. And, you know, afterwards it's all good. Like, it's not yeah, like it's camaraderie, you know, like you guys. Yeah, there is no, like, yeah. So it was always love, you know, um, let's see. I mean, I, I wrestled Drew McIntyre, Sheamus. Um, I'm trying to think of, I mean, I've wrestled a lot of people on the main roster, but I'm trying to think of people that were, already on the main roster that came down and yeah. like asked to like wrestle me well i'll tell you what cm punk was main roster when he came down and wrestled you in fcw right oh yeah, Hell that, yeah. That's I, a big... think, I think that was it was right after he he got kind of got hurt i believe maybe and he came back just to like get back in the ring and wanted to train because a lot of times like taker would come down and he would ask for a bunch of big guys and right before WrestleMania and they would close down the school at a certain time and him and a couple of like the big guys would get in with Taker and Taker would do moves on them just to like, you know, just to yeah. knock off the rust a little bit and make sure that they're in shape and they're going and then they would get with the top guys at the school that were able to do everything for them so they would know that no matter what, they're safe, no matter what, you know, they're going to work with the person and make sure that it all goes smoothly. Right. It happens a lot where, you know, the vets will come back down just to like get like, especially after someone gets hurt. Yeah. It's usually always after someone gets hurt just to be like, just to just get back in the ring, hit the ropes a little bit. Like Chad, Chad Gaspar, one of the guys I wrestled with, he was on the main roster and came back down and I worked um, him. Um, um, our truth another one um Which, by the way 
you've got to uh, respect our truth. Uh, the, the the man has been able to keep himself relevant. Dude, I got to get his number. I want to get him on the podcast. Yeah, he's one of the dudes that he's a good friend of mine too. Really good friend. I, of mine. I mean, the guy is just still even with the whole twenty four seven stuff, still great. As uh, uh, Andrew wants to know, what is your most memorable? Ba- I think we've talked about it. Can I guess? Yeah, guess. First of all, well, give me one hint. Was it a televised match? No. Okay. No, my guess was going to be, I was going to say your match with uh, Kurt Angle. It, but that was pay-per-view. Oh, okay. That was right. big money, son. That wasn't free. You had to pay for that. Okay. But what was, so what was your most memorable match? Of your like career, up to date, wrestling Kurt at that steel cage match, because that building, it was so far and like you said, we would walk through the crowd, so like, okay, spoil the business. Um, usually, you get to like sit in gorilla and kind of go re over the match in like the main spots with the person before you walk back at, before you go back out. But us being aces and eights. We had to go all the way across the other stadium, sneak over there. So I go to Kurt, only get to talk to him for about a little bit before we actually have this pay-per-view steel cage match. And I don't get to, like, I have to try to remember all this shit. And, of course, we walk all across, go behind some bleachers. I got two security guards. Devon finally leaves me, says, you can do this, son. Like, walks away. And so I'm sitting there for, like, at least... 45 minutes to an hour underneath bleachers, not being able to talk to Kurt and not being able to like re be like, Oh, you remember this trying to re-clear stuff up? No, there was none of that. So I'm just sitting there. I remember I got on my knees and I prayed to my uncle. I was like, please uncle Jack, like make sure I just don't fuck up. Now, like I was like, out of every time I wrestle, I want this to be like, I mean, I had my own pay-per-view poster for that pay-per-view. Like that was sick. Like for me to like, like it was like, it was the world to me, you know? So it was like, I don't know. And I beat him. So it was just like, and it's angle. I mean, that's, that guy's a legend. Yeah. And you know, my dad brought him into the business and there was pictures of me wrestling Kurt when I was, 16 to 17 years old in high school no i was gonna say like not in the ring like you were actually on a map amateur wrestling amateur wrestling he would come down and teach uh he would come down my dad would have him come down and do amateur like just come down for like two two days and do like a or actually only came down for one day and do like a little camp and course guess who's the dummy (laughs) me but of course you know who why not i want to learn the ball plus i'm going to beat my opponent i just wrestled olympic gold medalist you know so it you know i've I've known kurt for a while so it was it was real special the only thing that was sad about it was that kurt wanted me to go over in a different way but some of the producers kind of shut that down and it kind of made kurt really angry that he he, Kurt wanted me to beat him. Well, hang on. Should we should we get into this or should we maybe save this? Sounds like a juicy story. I think we should save this and try to get Kurt on here sometime with you to tell that story. I think we should just tell it now. All right. Go so for it. Kurt wanted me to actually beat him 
with the angle slam. Oh, that would have been great. He wanted me to take that finish from him. So I was like, all right. And then powers that be did not want that. And then so Kurt was like, well, let him put the ankle lock on me. Let's get Wes over. And they were like, no, no, no. So then they came up with the finish. You guys have to look it up and we'll watch the match. I'm not going to give it away. But it just wasn't what we wanted it to be. Kurt wanted me to actually win in a way that was like stealing one of his moves and then always used that move yeah, yeah, yeah. throughout TNA. So I would always use his move throughout TNA and it would adopt to mine. So, you know, that, it, that was just one of the issues with TNA that we would have, you know. Yeah. And I mean, crazy. The craziest bump that we took off that match was I'm climbing up the uh, cage. Kurt gets to the top rope. So I'm half, well, I'm climbing up the cage. He grabs me and we're on the top rope. So as we're on the top rope, I'm like midway up the cage. He grabs me and German suplexes me. The biggest bump I've, I've jumped off the cage before, but getting German suplex midway, halfway up the cage was one of the craziest bumps I've taken. Okay. Yeah, that does sound very painful. Let me ask you this then. You said you've gone off the cage before like that. Uh, I don't know if you caught Hell in the Cell at all, Orton and McIntyre, uh, this last week. And Jay, I like the Uso and Reigns match my best. That was my uh, that was my match. I mean the the storytelling, the just emotions and everything they threw into that, especially at the end and how it all ended with with Jimmy getting beat up and Jay saying, "All right, I quit because of that." And, and like they're telling an amazing story for the family I, right now. I loved it. I thought that was my match. I kind of I kind of skimmed through the rest. I did watch the Orton stuff. I wish Orton would. I wish they would have started out in the actual um, ring and then mm-hmm. did all the outside stuff later. I felt like that kind of took away from all the big bumps. My opinion. That's just my opinion. But I thought it was a great match and I enjoyed watching it. Of course. Orton and Drew are one of the best wrestlers in the world. Actually, I've wrestled Randy. He got pissed at me and cussed me out left and right. Was uh, this an FCW too? Yeah. Boy, he was pissed. I don't know why. I messed something up and he was just, whew. And that made me make sure I never messed nothing up with him. He's one of those guys that you get in the ring with. And, like, I don't know why people knock him. He is probably one of the best wrestlers. He never botches anything he's always always just so just perfect and poised and just he's one of those guys that my dad always would like be like watch randy or watch edge or like he would always tell me guys to like watch because they don't take any movement unless it means something and just or in like he expects the best because he wants to have the best match of the night so he doesn't half ass nothing so yeah the drew took a big drop onto the table off the cage there in the match too looked pretty brutal yeah it was a decent uh it was a decent show though even uh even the bailey and sasha banks which i don't know why i said even because that's not a surprise but that That was was, a brutal one it was amazing though i'm kind of torn on that one it wasn't my favorite but it was brutal 
I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed all I respect, of them. I, I respect those girls for going out there and beating the living crap out of each other, but what it wasn't it wasn't my Jay and Roman was my top. And then I would go. Um so let I me, mean I love women's wrestling. I'm not not because I love red belt. I like my girls like I'm not knocking any girl wrestling or anything like that. I'm just saying for my opinion, when I watched the show, I enjoyed those were the third match would have been Bailey and Sasha, you know, those were my top three matches, but you know, but that's fine. Cause that whole show was pretty good, which yeah, it's rare nowadays from a WWE pay-per-view. So, uh, yeah. Um, what I was going to ask you though, is, you know, the Sasha Bailey match was really great. The, the, uh, Jay, uh, Jimmy, uh, yeah. Jay Uso and reigns was really great. And again, not that Orton and McIntyre wasn't, it really was, but like the emotion in those other two matches was just at a different level. So as someone, you know, in the, in the industry, it, is there more go, do you guys feel like when you're working with somebody that you have an outside relationship with, whether it be that you're very close friends, your family or whatever. Well, Drew's, Drew's probably close with Randy. I'm sure those guys are cool with each other. Cause they're, oh, like, no, I know that. Yeah. I'm just they're, saying they're, like, they're like the same. Right. Um, yes. You, you, go, you go harder because you trust like Roman and Jay. Like they tr- you truly trust the person you're with. You know that if something's gonna happen, they're gonna catch you. They're not gonna they're not gonna let you hurt yourself. You know what I'm saying? You right. can fully give your body to them and know that whatever they do to you, it's gonna be safe and in a safe way you don't have to worry about it and there's been a couple matches where i've done some crazy stuff where someone's put my head shannon moore put my head in a chair and turn it sideways and ran me into a post you know what i'm saying and it's just like recently two months ago or maybe but it's you know like when you're in there with professionals that you trust and that you know that's not gonna you know, seriously hurt you, you know, you fully, you give them your all, you'll take the nastiest bump because you, you kind of always went outshine them in a way and outside. Right. That's something that it's, it's like almost like when you wrestle one of your friends, you almost want to make their moves look better than your moves because it makes them like want to like do this. It's a weird thing when you find, like when you're with your boys, you're like, oh, I'm going to sell the shit out of your move. And he's like, no, I'm going to sell the shit out of your move. You're like, no, you're not. I'm going to do it better than like, it's it's a funny thing that, I don't know. It's it's what Rock did to Austin for the stunner. He always had to try to do the best sell on it, you know? Yeah. And it it, it happens that way, you know? Like my girl's the same way. She like, you know, like, you know, when she 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 wrestled Brandy, she was like, "I'm gonna take that spear." Like, I, no one ever ever took that spear. You know, right? She's, like, it's just like because she's friends with Brandy. You know, so it's like, you know. Oh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's my dog, my t- my ex tag team partner. We oh, were yeah. tag team champions. Malice yeah, the that's my boy right there. Hope you're doing good. That guy. Hope you're doing good. Hopefully, uh, you guys are all right down there in Iowa. Man, they should have uh, never stripped us of our titles. No crap. What's up with yeah, IPW? Put them back on these guys. 
yeah, we were the best tag team ever. It really was a perfect uh, match, you guys. I enjoyed it very much. So someone wants to see you and Red Velvet in a mixed tag match. Does that something you guys be into, you think? Yeah, as long as they don't, nobody touches my girl. Because <laughs> I'll probably murder someone if they hit my girl. <laughs> uh, Trisha and uh, Tina, welcome to the show. Yeah, so probably not going to see Wesson. Well, okay, I guess, hang on. Mixed tag match, yes, but would as not be an, it it would not be an intergender there. mixed tag match. Nah, uh-uh. <laughs> you touch my girl. I don't care if this is wrestling or not. I'm going to whoop your ass. Okay, so now... I love her too much. I finally found the love of my life. So I'm I'm going to whoop that ass if you're going to lay a finger on her. There you go. Let me ask you this then. So if you guys were to do a mixed tag match, do you have... Are there any people out there that you've been working with the indie scene or just anybody you've been watching that you're like, that'd be a cool match to have us go against? No, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. That just means you're you're taking all comers on then. Yeah. I mean I don't really know who I would take. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we know uh we get to see the lovely red velvet do some stuff in the ring for AEW and looking awesome out there. So I mean, I know I wouldn't mind seeing you go over there and uh let's see you take out uh Brandy and Cody. I think that'd be the mixed tag. Well, I probably can because I mean, I know they're friends, but it'd be it'd be good stuff. Actually, that would be the thing. Me versus Cody, and then Brandy versus Red Velvet, intergender. I I would do that. Would make some money right there. Briscoe versus Rhodes. That's happened before. That's mm-hmm. sold out before. It has that's something that maybe if the internet world wants to share it, because you know me, I don't really go on the internet. <laughs> I yeah we've I know I I, I honestly feel horrible that right when before like anybody who was here at the beginning of the show obviously we paid our respects to Tracy Smothers uh, sadly passing yesterday but the thing is I don't think anybody really realizes like unfortunately West really you found out literally before we started the show like as we were getting ready to go live I thought you had known and and mentioned it and you didn't and i was very taken back and i feel very bad for dropping the bad to my every social media of mine you have all my passwords. i know i, I know i just don't go i just don't like negativity i just don't i just figured someone had text or called you like someone in the business maybe would have been like dude you here um i don't really talk i mean there's a few slick people that i talk select people that i talk to that I don't know. I don't really. I don't know. I, I don't really jaw flap to anybody. I don't, I'm more worried about trying to make money. This is true. You are a hustler. You always get into grind down, and that's something to very respect. Uh, Trisha said she saw watch your dad and Dusty Rhodes in Virginia. Let me ask you that. Do you have a favorite match from your dad or uncle that you always go back to? Um, bunch. Every single one. I mean, you know, of course, Jack versus Dirty Funk. Of course, my dad and Jack versus Ricky Steamboat and Jay uh, Youngblood. Um, 
there's a bunch of my dad or my uncle versus Roddy Piper, my dad versus Danny Hodge. Um, there's a bunch of good classic ones out there. My dad tag teaming with Dusty, my dad tag teaming with Andre the Giant, um, my dad teaming with Rocky Johnson, Rockstad. Um, there's a, I mean, there's tons of stuff that I watch of my dad and my uncle, but something that my dad and my uncle always told me was never wrestle like them. Mm-hmm. They were like, you be you, you, yeah. you develop your own style. You can use a little bit of ours, but kind of just be your own self. And that was something they've always taught me. Never really co- copy or Im- imitate them, make your own path in life. Yeah. Uh, and that's how it should be. I mean, you really should be your own. You, you have the name, but that shouldn't define you. It should be what you're doing yeah. that defines you. The name should just be familiar. Um, that is a good question. I don't remember because back then it's still a little foggy for me because that's stuff that I had to look back to. But uh, yeah, did, did, they, did they? Did your dad and uncle ever work with the Von Erics? I don't know. Google it. Yeah, someone Google that and see if they did. There's a good chance they may have. I mean, the, those were. Yeah those were the days you know what i mean um yeah that's crazy otherwise what's going on man otherwise than what that what do you like, think about darby allen and steve i i like briefly saw it so like i've been like getting like really crazy busy work the last couple weeks so i i have had uh, and I've, I've been busy with other things with family and stuff so there's a few nights i couldn't that sliding glass in. door huh Dude, that thing was a bitch. I told it like you. four total nights to get the whole thing done. Uh, it looks looks great. Mom's happy, so that's all that really matters. Glad that we got it in for her. Not but... be able to keep that door open very much longer because it's about to start snowing up in there. Oh, dude, we're getting a heat wave. Did I not tell you this? This next week, we're getting like a heat wave up here. It's gonna be like fifty five. It's gonna be amazing. Supposedly, we're gonna cool down and come down to the seventies. I love how you say that's cool down. Like I said, it's perfect up here. Like I, it's so- <laughs> that's cooling down. It's about 70, 65 in the sixties. Yeah, that's about sixties is a little cold for me, but I do about. I'm pretty cool with about seventy. Man, we've already had two snowfalls. Like we've already had two different like three inch snowfalls. I mean, it's rained a lot. <laughs> yeah, again, makes me wonder why I'm still in Minnesota. But you know what? I also was wondering too, though. I was like, if I did leave, I feel like I'd miss having the change of seasons, though. Now, nah, like, once you go warm, of... you never go cold. I I don't know, man. What if you live in a nice, warm place and you realize you never got to shovel snow, you never got to deal with anything cold. True. I mean, that's very true. Cold don't hurt. Nothing aches. You literally wake up and you go, ah, oh, it's raining. Nah, that's about it. I mean, that's true, but I mean, I'm also all I worry about, and maybe I might have to put on a sweatshirt. <laughs> oh my god, I, <laughs> I, I, I hope my biggest things... jacket is a sweatshirt. Like seriously, you do my biggest jacket for Florida is a sweatshirt. Oh man, our boy yeah. Chris said it's twenty and thirties up in Alaska where he's at right now. Ooh. Uh yeah, that's right. And that's, yeah, you know, I've wrestled in Canada where it's been 
so cold that I asked Hannibal, why did you bring me here? <laughs> I was going to say, I would laugh if you ever have to come do a show up here by me in Minnesota. And I've it's done it. I did a show in January. Minnesota where I changed an uh, ice fishing igloo. Oh, yeah. You got a chef. Got igloo, but an ice fishing. It's an ice shack. Ice shack. That was yeah, my yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things the are right there. I no. think it's a fish, though. They didn't leave me a pole, but. See, that's the one thing I think you would like up here is the fishing on the rivers and lakes up here. I think you'd enjoy it. No, no, no. Yeah, screw that. I'm not not ice fishing. I'm talking like summertime. Come out here and get on the boat. That's good times. No, I don't know how people do. I'm afraid. I won't go on the ice. Like, I've lived up here most of my life, and when I see people driving their snowmobiles and their trucks on the just frozen rivers and lakes, I'm like, hell no. No, I'll snowmobile, but I don't go across ice lakes because I've heard too many stories of it accidentally breaking or like even though it's super like thick ice sometimes from the the shift of like the plates of the earth will do a direct crack all the way down and even though it's like so many inches thick that it will sink down and you'll hit down like there's a lot of variables to it and of course i i've snowboarded and and snowmobiled a lot but i don't go like that's something that I'm kind of always been sketched out about was like, A, I hate cold water. Like that's all my friends sometimes want to do surf trips to places that are cold. And I'm like, no, yeah, no. I'm not going nowhere. I put a wetsuit on gloves right. on booties on like, no, like I hate the cold. I'm going warm, tropical board shorts, maybe flip flops, no shirt. And that's it right exactly i mean you couldn't uh you couldn't explain it any better pucker up the weather i'm sorry <laughs> oh man yeah everybody's giving us their weather reports now yeah 50 degrees up oh, here in minnesota okay. well, everyone's gonna give their weather reports i'm gonna give my weather report is it raining still no it's actually hold on uno momento por favor it is 82 clear out damn that sounds amazing the low is gonna be 73 oh that sounds really nice but it is gonna rain tomorrow but then it's supposed to get down wait i think it's supposed to get a little cool like i said let me see how cold it's actually gonna get well that's surfing sorry when does surf season kick back in um right now it's the Oh, we're gonna get down to the sixties. There you 60s go. That's cold for you. One day. That's cold for you. Sixties um, during the night for the whole week. Not bad, except for tonight because it's eighty-two. I guess a cold front's coming through. So, dang, dang, shucks. That's so I bummer. Have to be sixty. You might have to like put socks on and wear a shirt I know, the ac's been really cold in the gym so i might have to wear a sweatshirt inside the gym oh that's crazy uh again these are the conversations that it's like why am i still up north why am i still i don't know i don't know, I don't know either but then then i see the gators and snakes and it's like oh that's another good reason why oh i'm still God. Those <laughs> gonna mess with you. i don't know man i don't know I'll show I'd you have a crackhead that's scarier than both of those. A what? Crackhead that's scarier than oh. both of those. Wow, well, I mean, that's... 
whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're cracking. I've seen those everywhere. Um, yeah, man, that's crazy. What, uh, so did you, uh, you guys had an atomic show just recently, right? Am I right? Did that happen yeah. last week? How did it go? Uh, it was good. I did a new finish. Well, yeah. Okay. So, what, I don't know what? if you saw it. I haven't seen anything on YouTube recently. I didn't put it on YouTube. I just put it on Twitter. It was like, oh yeah, I did. It was, see like, it. it was like it was like maybe like thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. I put two of them. One was a comeback, and then one was my new finish that I'm doing. How did it go over? Good. I couldn't. I didn't hear it. I saw it. I won. I did my new finish. I oh, was yeah. promoting a new finish, and then be like, oh, did a new finish, but. Didn't, didn't win with it, lost with it. Oh, yeah. No, I meant like how to go with the fan. Like, were people like, oh, man, look at that? Were they like surprised? Yeah, it was sick. It was cool. It was, uh, I catch a guy, pick him up like a body slam, and then flip him up into uh, yeah. a brain buster. Yeah, it was dope. It was very, very cool, man. Yeah. I like I'm, doing, I'm doing that, and then I'm doing the angle slam. Now. Nice. So I got three finishers I got the Death Valley driver then that new one i'll have to name it because i don't i don't know if i've ever seen anybody do that i don't Maybe somewhere so. someone's done it but I mean, I recently know. i haven't seen anybody do it yeah not with the flip up like you did yeah so that's what it, i'm probably gonna do that but i don't know we'll see dude that's awesome man that's uh, that looked really cool was, and uh was the show good everybody was uh, was it sold out again yeah, sold out again, and then uh, we got another big show that's about to be sold out. So, guys, get your tickets soon. It's going to be a Sunday show. It's going to be a uh, really good one. Um, it, let me tell you another cool, crazy thing. I don't know. I went. I, I drove by a school, and I love how the kids are actually getting a trick-or-treat. They're doing social distancing at the schools where, like, people would set up their cars or minivans and have the back open. and then Oh, the trunk-or-treat. Yeah. I'm just glad to see kids out having fun and actually like getting like it drove me crazy all this stuff and like taking away like kids graduations and there's so much things that people don't really realize that like got stripped away like I mean I lost a ton of money I could have done lost a lot of like places that would was gonna go that I've never been to like and, you know, of course, kids lost a lot of stuff that they weren't able to do. And I'm glad that, you know, when I wake up Saturday mornings and I go to the gym really early, I love passing by this field where kids are playing soccer or getting ready to play football or baseball. It just makes me happy seeing that the world's starting to come back normal again. It's just you oh, know, like, it definitely is for you in Florida. It's definitely not up here. And that sucks, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, here's the deal. They told everybody up here probably trick-or-treating is not a good idea. Don't do it. Even the trunk-or-treats, they were kind of like, that's not really a great idea either. But they're still they're still happening, and people are still going to go trick-or-treating. And if, totally, I mean, if you have gloves on and you put it, you, ha- you, you wear gloves, you grab a bag, and you dump it into a bucket, and then you have a bucket, and then the people take it, there's no way, unless you go... You know what I thought some people do? You also have a mask on. Everyone's wearing masks, so it's not like you can contaminate anything. And the candy's inside of a wrapper. Mm -hmm. I've seen some people use, like, PVC piping, like the tubing, and make, like, little candy. Happy, man. Just let the kids, like, just, if you, 
you gotta let the kids be kids, man. I'm afraid that it's like some of these kids are gonna grow up in this era where they're like, man, like they kind of grew up in the apocalypse. Like it's kind of wild. Like imagine being like, I don't know, let's say 16 through 13, when you really start knowing what's really going on. Imagine being in that era right now and just being like, like, what, like, what is going on? Like, it's crazy enough me as being an adult dealing with this. I mean, it's already, it's already weird to me talking to the younger generation and being, and them being like, they have no idea what it's like to not have internet. Like to me, that trips me out knowing that I grew up and there was a time where computers were a luxury and all they did was like type or play like very basic games. Why do you think I don't care about the internet? Oh yeah. I mean, that's just it. People like us in that generation, it's easy for us to be like, I don't care. I grew up without this stuff for the good majority of a cell phone with a touch screen and all this internet stuff was like, I mean, I was well, I was a few years out of high school when that became seven. I'm so far behind. <laughs> yeah, you really. I have iPhone 7, guys. I'm like way back in the boat. Oh my god. We're gonna have to start a GoFundMe just to get you a new phone, bro. Oh my no, god. I'm cool with it. It works. But I the new ones are the same though. What, 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 what do I need? What do I it, the same. I mean you're right? You don't I mean you you definitely could get like a flip phone and you'd probably be all right. Yeah, I mean I do like to take pictures, so that's like that's... the only thing that would like you know, make me want to buy new phones. I would be able to take better pictures. But other than that, I don't. I I will say that's the nice thing about the new, the iPhone I got, which is not the new one. It's the one before it. Uh, But man, it's nice for like when we do a vlog or something. And like when I was down visiting and stuff, it's nice to use that nice camera on there. Yeah. But I got a GoPro and I got a Canon. Yeah, you do. You got way better stuff than I do. I wish I had that. Yeah. Uh, Darla wants to know, do you have any shows coming up in Florida, uh, specifically November 6th through 14th? Maybe she's going to be there. Look at that, guys. There's the calendar right there. That is the 22nd. life. 22nd. I'm a guest saying Atomic? Yes. Perfect. Beach. Dude, the cool thing about you guys over there at Atomic is you really uh, you your tickets quick because it sells out really really oh, fast gosh they sell out but i mean you guys put on such great shows the yeah, name we got, we got ec3 coming back three uh, coming back i seen uh piper's daughter just debuted were you not there for that ariel tombs i don't know if that is if that's really his daughter oh really I know his son. I've never met his daughter. I mean, he has like eight kids. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Yeah, he's got time. I, I remember watching his documentary. Okay, okay, okay. Well, then, okay. Then, and yeah, don't mess up him. I was like, damn, Piper's got a lot of kids. I, I, I know his son, the Reese that fought in Oregon that was the MMA okay. fighter. He was a good friend of mine. I yeah, yeah. A lot. Like, we were really close. So. And he, I think he was on the podcast with Roddy before they stopped doing that. Yeah, he like I know I was really good, so that's why I'm like, okay, I don't know. So that's just, man, this is my opinion. I don't know. It could be, I don't know. But I'm just saying, the only person I, I've ever met was his son that did MMA. Reese, that like, I was the only person that, and I know Roddy really well. Like, 
really, 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 really well. So maybe I don't know, but I'm just saying I was there you go. Someone someone says that he has four kids, Colt Tombs, which is one, yeah. Colt, I mean, yeah, that's Colt. Colt was, Colt was my boy. Colt, yeah, Colt was like he was the MMA fighter. He okay. was at uh, at he still lived in Seattle, I believe. I actually helped him with some of the wrestling. Um, I got in the ring with him for two days and taught him some stuff. And nice. uh, his dad just thanked me so much. Well, I love like my dad and his dad. Like we, like when you share certain things, it's like you're already family. So I know Colt really well. I do not know her, and she didn't introduce herself to me. So that's kind of like she kind of threw off a bad vibe. I'm gonna throw this out there on the world on the internet. Might as well. You know what? I'm going to use my second. Fuck it. Um, you come into our locker room and you don't shake hands and you don't say hi, especially to the vets. She never once came up to me, never once said hi, never once shook my hand. I don't know if she thinks that uh, her poopies don't stink, but I've never heard of her. Never seen her wrestle. Never didn't know she did anything special. So you want to come in my locker room, a locker room that I created in ARW Atomic. You're going to come in there and act like you're someone special and not treat people that have sat there and sacrificed everything. You know, I don't know. I had kind of a mixed opinions because she kind of came in the locker room with some attitude. And I'll put up with attitude and I'll, I'll tell her straight to her face. I ain't scared of nobody. Like, Whatever she came up with, Damos, he's another dude. Asked Undertaker for his autograph backstage. Like, what a mark, whatever. <laughs> I can go on and on about that. You know, what a mark. I love it. I love yeah, it. I mean, maybe you know, maybe like, like, people, people like might, maybe they're training with Ronda Rousey has gone to their head because that's like the thing they've been training with her lately. <laughs> Uh, I love that though. He asked for the Undertaker's autograph backstage. Boy. Yeah, he got kicked out. Like he was like there to work. He was an extra. But he, so he was there to work though. I mean, he's he's there on the job. Oh yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. If if you do anything, it's either stay out of his way or you shake his hand and say good to meet you, sir. Yes, sir. It was more ass than anybody I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that's it's the funny. funniest thing I. I, I just look at him. I'm like, and you know what? Sad thing is, like, I was cool with the dude. Like, like I don't mean to like disrespect nobody. Like, I was actually cool with the dude. But there comes a point where you like walk around that he came in the locker room too. Like he like was like someone like special. He was selling his autograph pictures for twenty dollars. I sell mine for five. Red Velvet sells her for five when she's with me. Like. He sold for twenty. You ain't done shit. You never even been on TV. Never been on one television program ever in your life, and you're trying to charge twenty dollars for an autograph. Who the hell do you think you are? Yeah, especially to like, man, some of these kids like you could tell like, and he was like being snobby to him and stuff. And I was like, it took everything like Steph. She like looked at me and she was like, Don't say nothing. I was like, and she even wanted to say something. I want to be like, who do you like who do you think you are? Like, don't come in our locker room and treat our fans like this. Like, 
I'll whip your ass right now. I don't care if you're six foot four or whatever and two whatever. Boy, my right will hit you so hard. You don't, man, I'm a dude you don't want to play with. I'm just, right. being, I don't care how big you are. Right. right here is yeah, we all know you're not afraid. Plenty of big dudes. I don't yeah. care. And we all know that you're you're going to say what you feel, too. We already know that because, you know, you've had to do it before. So, no, I ain't, I ain't scared. I ain't scared to lose. I ain't scared to win. Yeah, that's uh, to lose. Except for yeah. good dude. Right. <laughs> that's the uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's. But that's, hey, if, if there's no cameras, no witnesses. Yeah, that's true, too. Um. So when I is your next show for uh, Atomic or just when is your next show? Was it that November 22nd or whatever? Yeah. I got four houses up for sale right now that I got to get rid of. So kind of just hustling the houses right now. Hell yeah. What's uh? Shout out those uh, the, the new companies there so everybody knows so they can follow them along. And, and uh, you well, know. We, we have a bunch of new companies coming out. Um, Briscoe Investments, it's basically... I buy property, foreclosed homes, any type of distressed home or anybody that's in a stuck and doesn't want to pay commission for a realtor, doesn't want to pay all of the fees, everything that deals with um, everything. Just wait, hold on. Hey, babe, you're on the podcast. Say something. You're on the podcast. You better say something. Oh Hello? My God. Wow, good thing I, I didn't say anything embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What would you say, baby? What would be embarrassing? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to do that either. All of a sudden, he just told me to hold on. Yeah, I just Oh, been... my God. How are you, though? Yeah, how are you, baby? <laughs> How's it going? What's going on with you, love? Tell the world what's been going on with Miss Red Velvet killing in AEW. What's going on with you? Hello? She hung up? Oh, she hung up. What? We're calling her back. Oh, gee. <laughs> We're calling her back. I'm only on 1%, so it's this, this conversation is not going to last very long. That's great. It's going gonna, it's gonna to die before you. You can't hang up on us. We, we, we're we asking you a question. We're asking you a question. We're asking you a question. How is it, and what's Red Velvet up to right now? Well, Red Velvet just finished teaching a class. I was teaching the beginners wrestling and helping them perfect their basic what school are you at, at my, my name is wrestling, which is my what do they call it alma mater my, my yeah. home promotion there you go yeah and uh the head coach jb over there i got mad respect for mr jb cool been on mad trips with him and uh he's really helped out stephanie his school's really helped out train a lot of good people and uh mrs red velvet is one of the ones to uh come out of that school shining yeah all right baby. is there anything you want to ask her uh big ace before we hang up with her no i just want to say you're doing awesome it's been a blast watching you keep it up girl thank you thank you how are you i'm doing good i'm surviving it's going to be winter here soon so you know just getting ready to hibernate 
<laughs> you know, I'm going to have to come down and see you guys to get out of the snow soon. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right. I love you, sweetheart. We're about to wrap up. I'll, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Enjoy. Right, bye. bye. There you go, guys. A special appearance by Red Velvet on this episode of Briscoe and Big Ace. Uh, finish shouting out your stuff and any other dates you have. Like you said, we'll wrap this up for the That's evening. That's pretty much it. Um, we do any wrestlers out there that are going through any contracts or need some legal advice to help go over these contracts so they don't steal your name, your likeness, um, whether it's MMA, whether it's NFL, whether it's NBA, whether it's any type of professional sport and you're dealing with a sports contract and if you need someone to talk to, holler. There you go. That's right. So check that all out. I think on your Instagram, you just shared all of the social media for these new places. Sports agency uh, Instagram is not up yet. Um, I'm going to have fully up with that. My partners with that, Mr. CJ, we're fully going over everything right now to get that fully up and running. And, uh, and, but my uh, Briscoe investments, that's my, my real estate, um instagram follow that um i'm going i'll have pictures up of this new house that will be up for sale on monday fully redone in ocala for a great price um it's only going to be on the market for a little bit so you better get up i got two more houses in Mm -hmm. beverly hills florida yeah if you're interested um and to just you know if you guys have any properties need cash we offer cash we buy houses with cash. You don't have to deal with a realtor. You don't have to deal with a financial guy. You don't have to deal with a home inspector. You don't have to deal with moving fees. We'll take care of all that. We come in and we offer cash. Cash money, player. Um, bam, bam, bam. Hell yeah. Uh, guys, you can join me on Tuesdays on the two count with uh, Minneapolis comedian John Russell on YouTube and Facebook. The two, the number two count uh find us live every tuesday night 8 p.m central where we just nerd out about wrestling and we and we've been doing top three lists lately so this last week we did top three factions let me tell you my top three factions Wes. see if you agree uh if i'm not in it we're no longer doing this podcast all right so let's just end the podcast today then all hey, right well then i am hang on honorable mention i said eight is an eight if i'm not in and i'm gonna I'm my my finger is on the exit button right now. I will end this stream right now. All right, you were tied with number one with the horse. No, I could be third. I'm cool with third place. So I did, I did, I did. I mentioned it and said you guys were on my honorable mention for aces and eights, but it was horsemen, DX, and then hang on, and then the Heenan family. I love Bobby Heenan, bro. It's my favorite. All right. He's my hero. Um, anyways, check us out on Tuesdays. And the, so we made the announcement. Shut up. We made the announcement last week that we were going to do a show bi-weekly. We had been doing this guerrilla radio where you guys literally had to follow us and know 
when we were going to do a show. Because uh, obviously hearing the stories about the houses, my work life and everything, we're crazy busy guys. So we can't commit to an every week show sometimes. And he's not in Miami. Don't let that shirt fool you. No, I'm not. I'm in Minnesota. I bought this in Miami uh, when I was going to the Jericho Cruise for because I think I forgot a shirt and I needed an extra one. Walmart for five dollars, bro. I'll wear a Marlin all day then. I don't care. Dude, um, dope stuff. What's that, dude? They do. That's they where do. I get all my flannels. Yeah, dude. I got some from there too. They're, they're, they're awesome, like, and they're like cool patterns too. They're not yeah. like, like like stupid. Like they're like the same crap you can go to Macy's and get for eighty dollars. Oh no. Well, okay, maybe not, but I mean, it looks I'm not like, eighty dollars on. Oh no, that's what I'm saying though. Like it looks just as good, and it's like yeah, exactly. I love it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so we made the announcement that we were going to go by uh, every other week with our show. Surprise, surprise. We gave you two in a row right now. So that means we were supposed to do a show next week. Wes and I, I guess we'll figure it out if we're going to do one next week. Well, we we're trying to. Um, I got a guest in line. I'm just trying to get on his schedule. Um, so if, if he's on, we're going next week. So I will... Let you guys know by the end of this week, probably Sunday, if we will have a guest. And this okay. guest will be someone that you guys will probably want to listen to. And big yeah. shout out to the VOC Nation. Mm-hmm. And um, you guys check out the VOC Nation. They got a bunch of other cool podcasts going on. Not only us, they got a bunch of good stuff, a bunch of good content. So if you want to just go check out the VOC Nation, help support us and help you know, check out some of the other podcasts, help, you know, help some other wrestlers. And I don't know what else is on there. There's probably a lot. I don't go on the internet, so I don't really know. <laughs> you know, you it is cool. Uh, VSNation.com. Make sure you check them out. Uh, shout out to the exclusive location for the audio versions of our show. So if you don't have time to watch the video, but you want it on the go while you're working in your headphones, VOCNation.com and you can get those audio versions over there exclusively. Uh, and big shout out to VOC Nation for that. We're gonna end it with this, and that and is on YouTube. Please, please, please yeah. try to just I mean, I don't care. You guys don't have to do anything, but I would like it if you go to our YouTube page, just like it, share it, and just subscribe. That's all you don't even have to hit the notifications, just subscribe. Yeah, guys, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe and just share it. Share it with everybody that you know who's a wrestling fan or just a fan of life. We don't always just talk wrestling. We talk about a lot of other stuff. So just if you want to share good content, share it with everybody you know. The, the more people who are following and watching us, the cool thing is then that's the more we get to do then. So, yeah, we, we appreciate it. We appreciate all the love. We are working on the Patreon. We got some cool things working for that, uh, some cool things. And I got, I got some logo stuff going right now, like, we're going to have some cool things happening in these next couple months. So make sure you're uh, hanging out with us. Otherwise, my friend, enjoy your enjoy your cold front that's moving. And that would be so wonderful right now up here. <laughs> we'll, see you guys. we'll see you guys uh, next week, hopefully. All right, everybody have a great Thursday. Get out and vote on Tuesday. It matters. Do, you, do your part. Vote on Tuesday. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fist, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. 
Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into like snuff film territory there. In the room, 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out, WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You getting ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.